0: The Jets are in the final stretch of January hockey, and they're going to open it against the Ottawa Senators, a team that has floundered recently. How should the Jets line up against Ottawa? How can they beat them? And who else remains on the schedule before a break into February? We'll dive into all of that on tonight's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets. You're locked on the Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello friends and welcome to this episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. Thanks for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcasting platforms and YouTube. Doing so, of course, is always free of charge and ensures you never miss another episode. Most of all, though, we just love and appreciate your support. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to a $100 match on your very first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Now, like I said on tonight's show, let's talk about the Sens, right? Ottawa has been floundering recently. They have lost a lot of games. They've kind of had their teeth kicked in. They've beaten a few teams like Buffalo and uh, San Jose, but let's be real, right? They're not beating many good teams. They've been uh kind of crushed by the apps. They've also lost to the Sabres, lost to the Oilers, the Kraken, the Canucks. Everyone has kind of gotten their shots in, and the Sens have really plummeted uh, further and further down the standings. They are, well, they might be one of the worst teams in the NHL, if not the worst. I don't know if the Sharks are perhaps a little bit lower than them right now, but I think if we're being honest, the vibes with the Sens are very bad. And I get the sense... Uh, pun intended, that Ottawa is going to try and shake things up, and I really don't know where you go from here, because you look at this team, you look at this roster, and it is pretty rough. On the first line, they've got Brady Tuchac, Ridley, Gre- Ridley Gregg, and then Claude Giroux together. You've got Joseph Stutzla and Batherson on the second. On the third line, you've got Parker Kelly, Rourke Chartier, and Vlad Tarasenko. And on the fourth, Kubalik, Kasalik, and McEwen. Right? So this team up front is already looking pretty rough. You can tell that this team is trying to balance out their offensive depth and get guys going. But if you look at this top nine, like the Jets should kind of stomp this team. Where let you know, let, let's be honest, right? This team has four to five really good players, and uh, you know th- those guys are very skilled. But they just, I don't know, man. This team is conceding a lot on the back end. The top pairing of Shabbat and Shikran has maybe been a little more modest this year than expected. You've got Sanderson and Zub as the second pairing, and then Brandstrom and Hamannick on the third. But they continue to leak chances. The goaltending has not really held up its end of the bargain, and this team just really seems to struggle with almost everything, whether it's offensive production, um, defensive chances against. It's, it's been rough. And you know the number of goals against has actually increased since they made a coaching change by firing DJ Smith, they have now gone from around three and a half goals against to four and a half goals against per game. It's it's ugly. And look, this the sentence team was not good. Uh, previously, they were not great at all. But since the coaching change, their defensive structure has completely collapsed and they are struggling to get anything going. So perhaps D.J. Smith was not the single biggest problem with his team. Was he making things better? No, perhaps not, but it seems like he may have been covering for some of Ottawa's huge deficiencies. There's just something very foul and very wrong with this team, and I don't even know where to do, to begin with it. This means the Jets should come into this game over the weekend with a, a confident swagger and a chance to get two more points. I think Winnipeg has proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that for the most part when it comes to bad teams, they take care of business. There's only been a few teams that have gotten past the Jets. Um, and funny enough, Montreal is one of those teams and apparently keeps beating other other opponents in overtime. I don't know how this happens, but they must have a knack for it. So maybe the Jets are just part of like a, a trend here. But, you know, Winnipeg has a really good chance to get both points. Uh, we might actually see Mark Scheifele back. He is rumored to be uh, rehabbing and perhaps drawing in sometime this weekend. I don't know if it's going to happen for sure, but... I am a little bit optimistic that we'll see him soon. He was placed on IR uh, retroactive, so I do think he'll be coming back very shortly. It would be nice to have him back in the lineup and ready to go. Obviously, you don't have to rush it necessarily against this opponent. This is one of those that's probably uh, not one of those games where you need to have him in immediately. I think it would be nice to get him you know, up and skating again and perhaps ready to go against an opponent that will be um, kind of softer competition for his return maybe a, a way to kind of sort of get him back up to speed, but <clears throat> I'm not going to say that he's a must have for this game. If they feel he might not be a hundred percent ready, right? They don't want to risk re aggravating his injury. And I think that's fine. One thing I will be watching out for is what happens with the uh, Ehlers and Profetti ice time. I know I've talked about it before as being too low currently for my liking. And if it continues, I do wonder what bones plan with them is. And also, you know, <clears throat> I think you know a higher level concern that I have is that Profetti's agent towards the beginning of the season was not really thrilled with his uh, deployments in ice time. I really feel like the last thing you want to do is alienate one of the future pillars of this team. Cole is the guy that you're going to want to build around, and I think the Jets would be very remiss to have the coaching staff underutilize him, especially when his defensive results and everything continue to be among the top uh, performances on this team. So give us more Profetti, give us more Ehlers. Let them carry a lot more of the offensive burden. Connor and Velarde have done a great job so far, but you can give yourself a little bit more leeway if you let 91 and 27 cut loose. Those guys have been among our top performers. Ehlers was on an absolute tear, one of the big biggest point streaks since moving to the top line, and for him to uh, not really see anywhere near the same level of deployments in the second game, um, not the second game, but like the you know the game after being moved off the top line. For me, it's just not good enough. Unless he really is that badly injured, let him roam and do his thing. But the coaching staff will do. The coaching staff will see how they adjust over the next uh, couple of games or so. Speaking of next couple of games, the Jets do have a roughly busy schedule towards the end of January, a couple of big opponents coming up. We'll talk about what to expect from some of these teams in just a little bit. Before we go any further, though, I did want to shout out our friends and partners at Sleeper. It's almost the halfway point of the season, and the Winnipeg Jets have remained at the top of the league so far. You know, things are looking pretty good, everything is clicking and humming, and the vibes are high. But regardless of where we are in the current standings, I want to remind you that you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy sports, and especially Daily Fantasy Hockey, because with Sleeper, you could win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. For those of you who are big stats nerds and love tracking things like save percentage plus or minus goals assist and so much more this is a great way to put your knowledge to the test sleeper tracks all of your favorite stars whether it's mckinnon mcdavid ovechkin and so much more if you want to win big just figure out whether those players are going to record more or less than sleepers projections for all of these stats categories and if you pick eight of them correctly for a given game Guess what? You could win 100 times your bet with Sleeper. That's eight correct stats categories picked per game, and you can win 100 times your cash. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code NHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your very first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code NHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Every day, thank you so much for rejoining us on tonight's episode as we are walking through Winnipeg's upcoming schedule. It's going to be busy. Obviously, it starts this Saturday against the Ottawa Senators, but it will continue with a few uh, big opponents before the Jets have about a week or so off for all-star break and all that fun stuff. After the Suns, though, the Jets are going to be going on the road to Boston uh, and playing the Bruins, who are actually right around where they are in the standings. Boston is just behind the Jets, but Winnipeg, of course, uh, remains first in the NHL, thanks to points percentage and all that fun stuff. The Bruins on the road are going to be a very interesting team. Um, Boston really hasn't lost very much recently, and I know the Jets already beat them pretty handily in their last game, but obviously that was several weeks ago. You know The Jets may or may not have Mark Shifley back. And, you know, the Bruins having been uh, one of the toughest opponents to face this year for a lot of teams and really one of the toughest opponents to score against. It'll be interesting to see how the Jets handle things. Now, interestingly, they have only scored one more goal than the Jets have, but they have conceded around 15 to 20 goals uh, more than Winnipeg has. So. In terms of a lot of even matchups, you know, Winnipeg ha- and, and the Bruins really stack up well, like in the goaltending department against one another. You've got Swayman and Olmark versus Hellebuck and Bressois. Very tight one two battle. Where I think the Jets might honestly just win out is the depth. I think the Bruins are, are a little bit shorter of their top end depth than they used to be. And so Winnipeg can push that advantage uh, in their favor. I think Winnipeg also has um, perhaps a deeper roster overall. I think Winnipeg's. You know, bottom six would match up very nicely against Boston, and it seemed like in the last time that they, they matched up against one another, Winnipeg's top six really tore their defense apart. So I feel like this could be a repeat, but I also wouldn't be shocked if it becomes a much tighter, more grindier and defensive game. I would imagine it's going to be a really tight one, especially since this will be a road game and it's hard to win in Boston. The Bruins are like 6-1-3 and three in their last 10 games, so a really tough opponent at home they've only had three regulation losses and they just don't really seem to concede many points to opponents but like i said you know the jets have proven that they can hang with the best of the league they've beaten almost every single team that's in the top five the only team that they lost to was the rangers in overtime and they haven't actually played the canucks yet so we don't really know what that's going to be like but they've beaten the bruins they've beaten the Avs, and of course they are uh you know in first place so I feel like this could be a really solid test for the Jets. Winnipeg is 9-1-0 in their last 10 on a great winning streak. The Jets are just absolutely ready to, it feels like, explode for even more offense and continue what has been a phenomenal season. After that, things get really fun because we have a home-and-home against the Toronto Maple Leafs. And those uh, home-and-homes are actually split a few days apart. The Jets will be traveling to Toronto on Wednesday and then have a few days off before they come home to close out January against Toronto uh, over the weekend. So, yeah, you know, the Leafs this year, they're not like they were in previous years. I feel like they've really struggled to find consistency in their game. Toronto has definitely fallen short defensively, and it feels like offensively they're still pretty productive, but maybe some of the roles and usages have changed. And I don't know. This team just doesn't quite feel like it did in previous years. I know goaltending was one of their big Achilles heels, but now it feels like they've got bigger issues uh, structurally that have changed the way that they play. And it's not like they don't beat good teams. I mean, they've they've kind of gotten uh, some big wins against LA. Um, they've also had some really close games against, like, Carolina. They smacked the Penguins recently. They've also beaten the Rangers, but... <clears throat> You know, they've, they've had some rough losses. They lost to the Islanders. They lost to the Avs. The Red Wings have beaten them, uh, and they just lost to Edmonton. So it feels like they might be one of those teams that's looking at a coaching change here pretty soon because I feel like Sheldon Keefe has basically worn out his welcome, you know, in terms of, of – what his performance and expectations were, I feel like he has fallen short this year. I think he's trying to make some some tactical adjustments to how players are defending, maybe zone injuries, maybe how they're using their counters and stuff. And it seems like Toronto has really suffered. In terms of their offensive production, they're still scoring at a pretty good clip, but they've conceded like 138 goals. And it's not all just on Simsonov. Uh, I know the goaltending has been better when he's not in net, but by the same token, something's got to give with this team you know you, you can't just filter out filter out results and hope that it's going to be better because guess what simsono still played those games and you can't just erase those numbers so i think for toronto um this might be a more pivotal test for them than it is for the jets i think winnipeg has already proven that it can beat the best for toronto they've got to prove that they can get back to what they used to do and actually be good i think the jets should at least take one of these games. I'm hoping that they take both. If they only get like three out of four points, that would be more than satisfactory to me. I think the Jets have a really good opportunity to kind of prove who really is Canada's best and most consistent team. I know Vancouver right now is shooting the lights out, but I feel like the way that they're doing it, it's at a level that really can't be sustained. At some point, it does have to run out. I, that That is my firm belief. I don't know if it'll happen this season specifically, but if it does, you know, I think some of Vancouver's Maybe more mediocre underlying numbers might start to show up a little bit more frequently because like, they definitely give up chances, and they'll have moments where they have defensive lapses. I would be really interested to see how the Jets do against them in a few weeks, but we do have to wait until February. Speaking of February, the Jets have a very busy month uh, starting right not long after the All-Star break. We'll talk about who the Jets are playing and which teams could be a really fascinating matchup for Winnipeg in just a little bit. Before we go any further, though, I don't want to shout out our friends and partners at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your vehicle alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and so much more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 120 million, uh, 122 million parts for your number one vehicle, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for, and with the eBay's guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or you get your money back. With the eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easier to, uh, to turn your car into the MVP and bring home the victory. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions do apply, eBay guaranteed fit is only available to U.S. customers. Hello, friends, and welcome back to these closing thoughts on tonight's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Every day, thank you so much for rejoining us as we just walk ahead towards uh, February, really close at hand. I can't believe it's already almost February. Feels like the season, you know, just started a few weeks ago. And here, Winnipeg already is towards the backstretch of the season. The All-Star game is coming up. Obviously, there's a couple of days of a break, uh, about a week between the Leafs game and who the next opponent will be, which will be the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Jets will be facing them on the road. Then we have another Pennsylvanian opponent just a day or so after against the Flyers. And then the Winnipeg Jets come home for a couple of games against uh, the Penguins again. And then the Sharks, which should be fun. I think the Jets would love to avenge their loss to the Flyers earlier uh, obviously, that game, the 2 nothing shutout, one of the only regulation losses the Jets have had in the past couple of months. Winnipeg really just doesn't lose at all very often, and so it's rare that you see them struggle to score even a single goal. I would expect, you know, the Jets to come out swinging and hopefully have a healthier roster. Then... And, you know, this is the one that I think a lot of people are really circling. The Jets will finally face the Canucks this season, which should be a fascinating game. It's a late start time on the 17th, should be absolute fireworks. And I feel like this is kind of one that people people are circling because it might actually be a conference final preview. Uh, Vancouver has ridden one of the craziest PDO streaks that I've ever seen they're doing stuff that is quite literally unprecedented. I don't know that a team has ever ridden this high of a PDO streak ever for this long. Um, The shooting percentages, when you look up and down the lineup are just extraordinary guys like, you know, Dakota Joshua are shooting like 14%, which, you know, when you think about the fact that this is like half of their bottom six doing this too, it's almost inexplicable. I've never seen anything like it. And uh, it's actually pretty fun to see that it's still continuing. I do hope that the Jets are the one to perhaps bring this ride to an end. I feel like Winnipeg is a team that's better built and more balanced. But, of course, the moment you take a penalty against this Canucks team, that PK that the Jets have might be a problem. So some interesting matchups to consider. You know, that lotto line that they've also got going is crazy. So (laughs) I'm looking forward to this game. I think it'll be one of the most exciting of the season and a really good test of what the Jets are made of against one of the other teams that could potentially uh, face them in a conference final. After that, the Jets are going to have a couple of bouncing uh, trips between home and away. They'll be playing the Flames, then the Wild, uh, then they'll face Chicago and Arizona. And then towards the end of the month, they'll have the Blues and Stars. So I would say, like, you know, this is a schedule where they're playing almost every other day. They don't really have a lot of breaks. uh, And then they'll have a couple of days off before they enter March this would probably be one of the biggest and busiest parts of the schedule and I think it's a really good chance to see just how deep this is uh, team this th- how deep this team is and whether or not um, they need to make a big acquisition towards the deadline. the trade deadline will be rolling not long after that so I think for Winnipeg they're going to be doing some diagnoses on uh, what needs they have, whether they're going to be dealing with some injuries or illnesses. We'll have to just wait and see. February looks like it could be one of the toughest months for Winnipeg. Not necessarily in terms of like opponent quality, but I think the lack of rest and stuff is definitely something that could catch up. We saw dead legs and only lost one game. They won nine out of ten, uh, which is crazy to consider. You know, that they were really dragging feet towards the end of that stretch. And now they've had some time off. Um they were able to beat the Islanders and they'll have a chance to do so against Ottawa in a couple of uh couple of hours. So, you know, for me, Winnipeg, I feel like this is a, a very tough and very busy stretch, but I feel confident in their ability to come away with a fairly good performance. I think the Jets should win uh, plenty of points here. I think that they're going to have some really good opportunities to impress and make, you know, national headlines. This team is built for a Stanley Cup run and I think, you know, with a few more changes and tweaks and a continued, you know, commitment to the defensive dominance that we've seen, this Jets team should continue to soar high. But, you know, Winnipeg has a lot of work to do, a lot of opponents to face and you know this will be one of the best uh performances and best chances to see what this team is truly capable of we'll see what winnipeg does in just a few weeks but uh, for tonight's episode that is going to be all the time that we have i'd love to hear your feedback on what you think the jets are going to do and if they're going to be a team that you think can beat the canucks drop your thoughts in the comments below or at my social medias at hl loco and at lo underscore winnipeg jets For tonight's episode, though, that is going to be all the time that we have. I thank you so much for listening and making us your first listen of the day every day. Tune in next week for some thoughts on what the Jets do against the Sens and perhaps a preview of Winnipeg's game against the the Boston Bruins on Monday. But like I said, that's all the time that we have. As always, thanks so much for listening and making us your first listen of the day every day. We'll see you back here next week. Don't go anywhere. Have a great night. And as always, go Jets go.